In today's episode, we have Holly Ann Martin with us, and she's going to talk about how she took in-person training helping abuse children into the online space. You will also get to hear how she created a course in one week and sold $1,000 worth, how she leverages her audience to get them to help sell her course, and how to overcome the trolls and negativity when posting online. And now, on with the show. Welcome to the Online Course Igniter podcast, where you'll hear from successful course creators and how they were able to turn their passion into a thriving online business empire. Hello, everyone. Thank you for listening to the podcast today. We have a very special guest with us, Holly Ann Martin from safe for kids who is in the child abuse prevention education uh, arena. And I think this is going to be a really cool topic. And I am super excited to hear all about your story. Holly, how are you doing today? Yeah, really well. Thanks, Jeremy. Yeah, this is great. I appreciate you uh, reaching out and talking with me and having you come on the show. And um, can't wait to kind of dive into your business and everything that's going well for you. Uh, Before we start, though, if you could just take a minute and let us know a little bit about yourself. What were you doing before you got into the online business space? And then what led you to this place? Well, I was a teacher assistant working with children with special needs. And um, the children unfortunately are being sexually abused so we I was in a school where we were trained in an abuse prevention program and then I went up into some remote communities here in Australia where some horrible things were happening to children so I saw a huge need for resources and um, training for teachers and things like that so I'd been doing that since 2007 but about Four years ago now, I was doing a lot of face-to-face training, but it's something that parents, until it happens to their children, they don't want to think about something bad happening to their child. So I would do a parent workshop and the mums would come along and they would say, oh, gosh, I wish my husband had have heard this too. So even before COVID hit, we sort of thought, well, you know, the online space is where we, we really need to go. So... I went to Thailand, of all places, with an amazing um, person that works in this field that builds online courses. Her name's Sarah Cordner. And um, my husband and I went to Thailand for seven days and we built our online parent course. Um, We stayed in this magnificent villa. We didn't leave the villa for seven days. (laughs) But at the end of it, we had this amazing parent course and now we're building online lessons for teachers so that now with COVID, um, everybody's used to online training and, and even teachers don't feel comfortable talking about my topic. Um, you know, lots of teachers don't feel comfortable saying the names of private body parts and things like that. So we're building this online platform now where teachers will literally just have to plug and play it and they'll, then there'll be worksheets and things like that for them to do follow-up lessons. Nice. Yeah, this is really cool. A couple of things. One, I understand that, you know, this topic is um, can be uncomfortable for people to talk about. But like you said, I feel like more people should know about it just to bring awareness, you know, to to the subject so people can be prepared. I mean, I have two children and it's something that you do think of as a parent. Um, so I just appreciate you doing this. I, I really think it's tremendous work that you're doing. And you have information people need to hear. And I say this to you and I say this to all the listeners 
listeners listening right now is go create that course, create education, go help people because there is something there that you have that you can help someone with. And if you don't do that, you know, people don't get that help. So this is amazing work that you're doing. Um, yeah, Sarah Corner uh, is a good buddy of mine. Uh, she's in the same space teaching online courses. She does tremendous work also. So I encourage anyone listening right now to go check out Sarah Corner. We'll put the link for her in the show notes and you can go uh, hop on over to her site and see what she's got going on. So um, you go to Thailand and you go to build out this course. And I assume that this was kind of a new adventure for you. You hadn't done anything like this before in the online space at that point, correct? Oh, totally. And my husband, so my husband and I both went and he was really skeptical. And first of all, he didn't, because it was quite expensive to, to go, you know, to another country and all of that expense with air flights and stuff like that. But once he, he met Sarah, it was really cool because, you know, we did the landing page, we filmed everything um, all in a week and, just to be able to have something up to, you know, direct people to. Um, but also we package it now with uh, when COVID hit, I had a lot of face-to-face training and, you know, this is something for your listeners to do is um, to be creative. All of my work stopped, you know, for six months and a couple of the local town shires had booked me to do training. So I, I went to them and said, look, I'll sell you, you know, 100 spots at this rate. And so that's how we, we basically got through COVID was by packaging it up so that they could give the links to, to families in, in their districts. And now also I've written a child program for childcare centres and so as well as the, the lesson plans that I've written, which are a hard copy, I've also now done a training for educators to deliver the program because I believe that we need to start talking about protective education from the age of three. So childcare centres are a great way to do that. So I filmed a training for the childcare workers and then also packaged my parent as a bonus. So it's sort of like you can have our kit, then you can have the training for the educators on the kit and then the parent workshop that I'd already designed is sort of like a the icing on the cake. So you've got the childcare centre, the parent and the child are working together to keep safe now. And so, you know, for people listening to, to think creatively and about, you know, how can you bundle what you've got and to, to leverage off, you know, so that people get more value out of it. Yeah, this is really cool. You you talked about a couple things, and we're going to unpack some of this stuff here. Um, I like that idea of, of bundling those things together because it raises the value of what you're doing. And you can, like you said, get to people who are on different levels, um, the educators, the parents, the children. Uh, it gives you more opportunity. So that's really cool. So let's talk about a couple of these things that you mentioned. The first thing that you said was when you went to you know work in Thailand with Sarah, you did everything in a week. This is awesome because a lot of people spend too much time in the production phase, in my opinion. Uh, I've talked to people who have taken you know months, um, even almost a year to get a course up and running. So to be able to do that in a week and, and have some sort of product to get to market is amazing, in my opinion, because the faster you can get it to market, the more quickly you can get feedback and refine it. So can you talk about a little bit about what that week was like? Uh, I assume it was very intense. If you could tell us a little bit about that, that'd be awesome. 
So basically we had a, a misconception when we went. I'd already filmed a – so normally my face-to-face parent workshop is two hours long. So I'd already had one professionally filmed and when my husband and I went, we sort of had it on a hard drive with the thought that, you know, we'll just cut that up and slice it together and no, 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 because if you – well, you know Sarah and so that's <laughs> not the way she works. So it was out with – post-it notes and um, <laughs> there were probably, uh, let me see, I think there were about 10 of us that went that were staying in this chalet and so we were spread right across the whole place and everybody had a wall with, you know, their post-it notes <laughs> up where they brainstormed the different. Sarah's really good at, at getting the ideas out of your head. You know, everybody's got a wall with all these post-it notes on and then, while I was filming the content, because again, I, you know, you're very good at, you know, your stuff, but it's how to get it out of you. And so um, we just brainstormed all the ideas on post notes, posted it all on a wall, moved them all around so it all made sense. And so while I was filming that, because she had a professional uh, film crew come, and so all of the outtakes, the whole thing was edited, put together in the week. While I was doing that, my husband was writing the um, copy for the sales page and things like that. And before we actually left Thailand, I'd sold $1,000 because Sarah won't get <laughs> let you get away with anything. And so the whole time you're there, we were doing Facebook Lives and asking for ideas from, you know, I sent out emails to my email list about, you know, what do you want to see in, in a parent workshop and things like that. Then we used that as the sales copy and, yeah, we'd, we'd sold $1,000 worth. Of, and the course is uh, $47. So to have sold, you know, $1,000 worth before we left Thailand was pretty cool. That's amazing. Uh, $47 course, $1,000 worth. Um, I mean, what is that? Like 200, 200 or something like that. <laughs> I mean, that's, 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 that's totally cool. And, and how, uh, inspirational for, for that to happen to you, because when you come into that, that week, you know, you have an idea of what you want to do. You're the expert and you kind of think you know how it's going to go. Probably don't have an idea in your mind that you're actually going to walk away with it being sold. Um, you get in there, like you said, she's really good at at breaking down the ideas and getting those ideas out of you. Uh, I love the post-it note strategy. I use it myself. Um, I've had my walls covered in pink and yellow and green post-it notes before. Um, so if anyone is listening, uh, real quick, if, if you want a great way to brainstorm ideas, get a stack of post-it notes and just start brainstorming every little topic that you can think about one right after another. Don't stop. Don't try to uh, think about it too much. Write them all out. And then you can stick those up on your wall. And once you have them on your wall, you will start to see patterns and you can see, okay, this, this topic goes here, this topic goes here. And because they're sticky post-it notes, you can move them around. So that's really cool. Um, and then you went on to record, you went on to sell. That's so cool because like I said, you know, some people get so caught up in the production of their course. They worry about so many little things, but this intensive week, you were able to get your course published 
get it sold, get it out to the people. So what happened after that? Like you leave Thailand, you've sold this course. What was like the the next steps of your business or, or what happened from there? To be honest, I'm, I hate to admit this, I am a bit slack at promoting it. Um, but one of the things that I also, for your listeners, to do is have affiliate links. So there are people that teach sex education and teach mindfulness to, you know, help parents teach mindfulness and things like that. So I've got people that are in the same field, but they're not teaching my topic. And so I give them affiliate links. And that's where, to be honest, that's where we get most of our sales because they put it in their newsletters and things like that. So we offer a 50% affiliate link and basically, yeah, you can make money in your sleep, (laughs) um, which is really, really cool. And, you know, a lot of people think, oh, you know, 50%, that's a lot to give away. But we look at it as if we wouldn't have had those sales anyway and we're, mm-hmm. we're really keen to pay it forward. And um, quite often, to be honest, I'll have lots of parents contacting me. You know, I'm a single mum and I probably give away more than I sell. <laughs> but it's, you know, when the topic is so, you know, difficult, it's, Mm-hmm. it's not about the money. I mean, yes, it would be nice to – we still haven't made the money back that we paid out uh, because two of us going to Thailand is, you know, airfare and stuff. <laughs> but the fact that, you know, we know that we're making a difference with it and we're looking at the lesson plans for schools and things like that and because we focused on Australia, we're a very big country but we're a very small population. But, you know, I really – need to be marketing this you know to every english-speaking country and Mm -hmm. so once we've got our lesson plans done we'll be able to package it and you know there'll be lesson plans so our we've had i went to speak at a a conference in alaska and um it was an indigenous child abuse conference so there were 1500 people uh all first nations people at this conference and everybody's going oh my gosh you know we've got nothing like this program and, you know, we were talking to people, First Nations, you know, the Cherokee and and the different Indian nations and things like that. So to think that, I mean, it's not that it's happening in those communities more, but um, I do a lot of work in remote Aboriginal communities here in Australia and so the, the problems are quite similar. So they were really excited and to think that, you know, our little program could be making a difference in the US and and the UK and things like that is is phenomenal really. Yeah, that's that's really awesome and um you know just to go back and reclarify for anyone listening uh so uh in a lot of these online course platforms are you using Thinkific? Yes, we are. Okay. Yeah. So if you're using an online course platform like Thinkific, most of them do it, you know, Kajabi, uh, Teachable, these different online course platforms, you can set up a, a program where if someone shares your course and a sale is made, you could set a percentage. So as uh, Holly Ann was stating, if someone else shares her course and a sales made through that program, the person who shared it makes a 50% commission on the sale of the price. And um, as you said, it's a great way to reach people that you may not have reached before. What's great about this is that it's spreading the word and people are getting to know you organically. And now that you have sold the course to those students, you can sell them future courses or future products. So it's kind of like uh, you know spending money on advertising. Generally on advertising, you don't make money in the beginning. You make it after 
you have got people into your system. So now that you have those students, if you create another course or you create you know, new worksheets or workbooks and you want to sell those, you have those people who have come through that affiliate link and bought, but now you can continue to sell them. So that's really cool. I like that strategy a lot. And like you said, to be able to spread the word and, and get to other countries out there, that's what's so amazing about this online world right now is that you can reach a global audience where 20 years ago you were confined to you know your country or even your town. Something else that you mentioned was you talked about selling these 100 spots to the local community so that they could pass those along to the families and the districts. Was those 100 spots for your online course? Yes. Okay. So you basically reached out to a local community and said, I have this online program. Uh, so did you give them like a discount, like a hundred for a little discounted price or something like that? Yeah. Yeah. So they booked me to do two face-to-face workshops and because of COVID we're all in lockdown, that couldn't happen. And so, yeah, we packaged it up and it, you know, if you bought 50 spots, it would be this price. And if you bought a hundred spots, it would be this price. And so then I just created a, a two-minute little YouTube video saying, um, you know, the city of Belmont have generously given you this code and then they would put that on their Facebook page to get it out to their um, community members and things like that. So I'm thinking that you just set it at 100 spots and once the 100 spots are filled, and the beautiful thing is with Thinkific, you know, you can also, I can go back to the shires and say, you know, out of those 100 people, 80% of them did the whole course and 20% did about a third of the course or whatever. So giving them that sort of data, they're likely to go, oh, well, that was really, you know, that was bang for our buck sort of thing. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we can leverage off that again. If, if I prefer to do face-to-faces because of the topic, I really need mm-hmm. to watch people's body language to see mm-hmm. if I'm triggering people because, unfortunately, you know, one-third of children will suffer some form of sexual abuse before their 18th birthday. So when I'm in a room of 100 people, I have that stat in the back of my mind that there'll be people in the room, whereas an online course, I can't see people's body language, but at least because some of the videos are, you know, only... So I think there's about I think there's about 25 videos. It goes for two hours. Some of them are only three minutes long. I think the longest, which is the public and private lesson, is uh, 11 minutes long. So if people want to skip over something that might trigger them, that's really good. If you know if I if I can't be in front of people or mum and dad sometimes can't both come together. So if the local shires pay me to do face-to-face and then I can also again upsell and say you know if parents couldn't come then give them this code so they can at least watch the online course as well. Yeah this this is such a cool idea that you have here I love this for a couple different reasons one and and I'm just thinking for you and then for anyone else listening because I always try to take someone's story and say how can we apply this to other people who are listening so you know someone might be teaching programming or they might be teaching graphic design or how to play an instrument or marketing. So, you know, we have listeners from all over and I try to think like, how could you take the same concept and and someone else use it too? I love this idea because you create these um, packages, I guess you could call them these 50 spots or 100 spots or say 250 spots, and you can target your local community and offer, like you said, hey, I'll, I'll give you a discount. 
Um, and you pass these along. You could go to your, your communities. You could go to schools, universities, all these different places, even businesses. Um, we had one guest who was doing something similar and he was doing B2B, you know, business to business, mm-hmm. kind of the same concept. And you can go and offer these packages and get a bundle of sales immediately. And then what's really neat about this is you do it in this city and you see that it works. Now you can go do it to other cities, you know, in your area or across the country or in other countries. You can target those communities. I really like that idea. So I did it for three local shires. The last one was the one that I actually live in. And I went and said, do you know what this other, these other two cities have done? You know, and I live in your community. <laughs> and so they mm-hmm. oh, well, if the other two thought it was good, then we'll go along with it. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, a bit like a child playing a parent off against the other parent. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, really cool because you can use that data that you have too. You can say, look, we sold 100 spots. They all sold out. 80% of the people who took the spots finished the course. You know, like you have that data that you can use for these other places yeah. too now. Yeah. And another thing I like about it too is when you have a cap like 50 or 100, you create this scarcity. So when they go present that to their community, then the community jumps on that because they don't want to be left out. Um, Especially if the person is saying like, hey, we've sold 90 out of the 100, there's only 10 left. Those last 10 are going to go real fast. So you've built in this urgency into this package, which I think is genius. And I also like what you said that if you still like doing the in-person workshops, the online course can be supplemental to what you're teaching in person. Like you said, if if a parent can't make it or you signed up for the in-person training and you know maybe your child got sick and you weren't able to attend, well, here's a coupon to take the video lessons online. I think that's such a cool idea for a business because you know um, I've said this before, if you're say a gym owner, and people are doing workouts in your gym, but you can offer an online course supplemental to the gym that they can go home and do home workouts. You're just boosting the value of your business. I think that's that's amazing. Definitely. And the other cool thing is, you know, I was posting it on Facebook. Do you know what this city, you know, what this local shire is doing? And then people are going, well, well, you know, I don't live in that shire. I want to, you know, I suppose go to your local shire and, you know, put pressure on them to do it sort of thing. Mm. So, you know, talking it up on social media is a really good tool. And also setting up a Facebook group for the parent workshop as well. And so, you know, then I can answer questions and if they've got any questions about it. But also I can say, and also because I've written five children's books to help parents talk about difficult topics like I've written too to help parents talk about pornography with children from the age of six and so in the in the parent Facebook group as well as parents learning from other parents I can be saying oh and by the way as well as the workshop that you've just done if you're still not comfortable having these conversations I've got these really cool children's books that'll help you take it even deeper so um, you know, having social media tied in with the, the thing is a, a, another thing that I hope your listeners will do with their courses. Are you struggling to create your first online course? Do you have an idea for a course topic, but don't know how to get started? It can be hard trying to figure out everything that goes into course creation. How do you outline your course? How do you set up the technology to create the content? How do you publish it? 
so that you can begin helping others and making money immediately. We know it can be difficult for first-time course creators. That is why we have designed the Start Your First Course Challenge. Our goal is to help you get that online course published within a couple of weeks. That means that you can get your digital product to market without wasting a bunch of time. We will show you how with the easiest methods possible that we have learned and crafted over the years. You'll learn how to choose a topic, outline your course, script what you want to say, and then record the material. After that, you'll discover how to set up the platform and publish it, all with a simple system that's guaranteed to get you results fast. Beat your procrastination by taking action today. Go to startyourfirstcourse.com now to sign up. That's startyourfirstcourse.com. See you in the challenge. So you've been doing a lot of really, really awesome, great things. Um, but let's talk about maybe some of the mistakes that you've you've made or found along the way. So for anyone listening who is a beginner, they're just starting out, or they just published their first course and they're kind of struggling, what are some of the mistakes that you felt that maybe you've made along the way or things that you could have done better um, that now that you're at a higher place that you can look back and say, you know, if I was helping someone just starting out, this is what I would tell them. What would that be? Well, I would definitely, and this is, I'm making a mental note to do this myself, <laughs> um, <laughs> to, to get better at writing copy, to market it. Not that you want to, um, you don't want to be salesy, but rather than talking about, you know, I've done this and I've done that, to, I, I need to write copy to promote the lesson plan well the parent workshop um this is what i can do you know this is what the course will do for you these are the outcomes that you'll get from doing our course and so you know working with um if if people aren't good at it working with a good copywriter to to get that initial sales copy is really important um i also when i first started my business and not necessarily just for my online course but i was in business to begin with, with a graphic designer. And I didn't have any money when I started my business. So we sort of had this 50-50 arrangement. It was basically done on a handshake. So to make sure that people, when they have their, you know, um, if, if they're working with in conjunction with a graphic designer or whoever, to make sure that you own the copyright is really important. Um, because the graphic designer in the end went broke and I had to, um, her, her company went to um, into receivership and I had to buy my, my copyright back from the receiver. So that was a huge one. And also I'm not sure what it's like in the States, but here in Australia we have uh, public liability and public indemnity insurance and a lot of people don't think about having insurance so you know for people it's not just a case of grabbing your phone and, and saying stuff because if you're not insured and people go and do something and there's a negative outcome then you could lose your house so here in Australia and I'm not sure what it's like in the states but I'm a member of national speakers and because I'm a member of National Speakers, my public liability and public indemnity, I can get through National Speakers and it's at quite a reduced rate. So, again, if your listeners are doing public speaking, they might already be a member and might already have insurances. But if they're not, it's something to definitely look into. 
Yeah, these are these are some great tips. So the first one was um, making sure that you are getting good at writing copy. Uh, make sure you're focusing more on the outcomes or the benefits of taking the course versus just the features of the course. I think that's brilliant because I think uh, a lot of us do that. When we write, we just want to kind of brag about what's in the course and what the course has and how many lectures and modules. That doesn't really speak to people. Um, but when you change it, like you said, to this is the outcome, this is how the course is going to help you or teach you or train you, then that really resonates with people. Um, making sure that you are owning the copyrights and the materials of whatever you have done, uh, very important. So I'm glad you, that you mentioned that. Not not too many people talk about that. And the insurance, I think, is really great too. Uh, that's not something I've heard a lot of people talk about either. And that's a good point, especially if you are in a field where you could be doing something that could harm yourself or others. I think that's really important to have some kind of insurance. So those are some great tips there. So other than than these that you've gone through, just thinking about that beginner, that that person just starting out right now, what is something that you could say that would help them? Um, maybe help motivate them, or just what would be your your biggest piece of advice that you could tell the beginner out there who's just getting along in their online course journey? Done is better than perfect. I did a, a course once, and the guy's catchphrase was rather than "ready aim fire," it was "ready fire aim." And so that really stuck with me because sometimes we get so caught up in making it perfect, we can go back and, you know, redo the videos and, and redo the worksheets or do whatever. But if it's sitting in your computer um, and it's not out in the world, then it's not going to be helping anybody. So just get it done and then go back and retweak it. Yeah, that's that's a great point. I feel like a lot of people assume that once you record the course and you put it online, that it's set in stone, <laughs> you know, that you're never going to be able to change it, but it's content, it's video, you know, all the videos can be changed. The course can be moved around. You can change around lectures. I've had courses where I, I put it together and I thought it would flow one way. And I realized uh, this isn't really making a lot of sense. Let me move these, you know, modules around a little bit and have a better flow. So um, I think that's a really good point that, you know, make sure that you get it out there and, and get it refined to the audience. Um, so what are some things that are working really well for you today? Um, it could be either in your course or in marketing or getting traffic, but what do you see that you've done recently that has really helped propel your business forward? Uh, like I said, um, probably the most successful thing is the affiliate links. Um, I hate to admit this, but I've just gone onto TikTok, <laughs> um, <laughs> because, you know, I see the negative side of TikTok because I work with children and, you know, there's mm -hmm. grooming and all that sort of stuff. But, um, you know, it's just another avenue. And it wasn't until I actually had three separate policemen that, that I was talking to said, look, Holly, you need to get over yourself. And, you know, people are on TikTok. And, you know, there's a, a young woman on there that um, a program that she teaches about spreadsheets or something and you know she's got a million followers and she's making she's killing it for her online courses and so you know thinking outside the box and but one of my videos went viral and it's been seen 350,000 times now but it was only because 
people were trolling me and it was a silly little song that I teach the children which is basically head shoulders knees and toes but in it I Mm -hmm. named the private body parts and the trolls all came out and just absolutely bagged me out and but because I feel like saying to them thank you for saying all those horrible things (laughs) you've increased the algorithm if you hadn't said anything you'd never see another video that I did but now (laughs) you said something but you know there are people killing it on TikTok and so you know to not to limit yourself even though (laughs) I'm still not very comfortable on it um but you know if you can find the right angle I think TikTok's, you know, somewhere that people should go to be promoting their online courses. I know it's something that, again, um, in a week and a half, I'm going down to, Sarah lives an hour away from me, and I'm going down to spend the day with her because we're going to just bounce ideas off each other and and film a whole day of TikToks (laughs) to try and promote both of our courses. Nice. That's super awesome. I wish I could go there with you. I'll have to catch a plane. You know, you brought up a good point too that we haven't talked too much about on this podcast. And if you could just maybe take a moment to speak on this, you know, the trolls, the the negative comments, the people who watch your content and whether it be YouTube video or comments on your course or on TikTok or any of these platforms where people can leave a comment, you always have those those negative people. And if there's a lot of them, you know, that can be disheartening. What would you say that you do or, or some ways that you can overcome these people who are trying to bring you down and post negative things? Like how do, how do you overcome that? Well, it's funny because I talk to kids about it all the time because part of what I do is, you know, as well as talking about sexual abuse, we talk about online safety and and grooming and all sorts of things. So, you know, for years I've taught the children, don't feed the trolls, don't respond, don't. So I basically leave it there unless it's, if if they're swearing and things like that, then I block and delete them. But the amount of people that have come on and defended me, which creates more, uh, you know, <laughs> more engagement. And so, you know, we've got to, what what somebody else thinks about us is none of our business. That's that's my mantra around this sort of stuff. I can't control what, what other people, we don't know what they've gone through. They might be survivors themselves or what, I don't know what the triggers are, but mm-hmm. unless it's, you know, really, really bad, then I just leave it there. And and the amount of people that have jumped to my defence and, yeah, just, just taken them down without me having to do anything is phenomenal. And, you know, the, the problem is it does hurt, I'm not going to lie. You can have a 1,000 positive comments and you get one negative one <laughs> and that's the one you remember. But, yeah, I, I have had to grow a, a thicker skin, especially, you know, if I was doing something fluffy Um, It would be, you know, I'm sure I wouldn't have the sort of trolls that I'm getting, but, you know, I've got to remember that there might be people out there that do prey on children that want to shut me down. So um, Mm -hmm. I try just with that mantra, you know, what other people think of me is is none of my business. I know that I'm in it for the right reasons and and I know that I'm making a difference. And so, yeah, but I'm not going to lie, it's not easy. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, you're right. We we do focus on the negative more than the positive, but I'm glad that you are on these platforms and sp- spreading that positivity because the they need it. 
I, I had a TikTok account and I ended up deleting it because I was just getting so much, you know, just negative content on on it all the time. Um, but you know, I'm glad that you've taken that step to go out there and to spread some positive light. And there might be a child or an adult or, you know, a parent out there who sees that and just happens to hear your message at the right time and, and really helps them out. So that's really cool that you're doing that. And I, I like what you said about the people who come to your defense, it helps build a stronger bond with you and your audience or your community. Um, so the trolls don't realize that they help in this way, but when they are out there posting negative things and then your community or your audience comes to protect you, they're just strengthening that bond. And that's just going to make the people draw closer to you and, and like you more and engage with you more. So that's really cool. Um, so I just ignore the trolls, but I really blow sunshine up <laughs> the people yeah. that defend me but also um I, I ironically i'm a very shy person and my other mantra is my message is bigger than i am and so if we were at a cocktail party i'd be the one hiding in the ladies you know <laughs> not talking <laughs> to anyone because i'm very shy but when i'm talking about my subject um to be able to you know, make a difference. And so if, again, if people are a bit shy about putting themselves out there, you know, the world needs to know the gift that you know. So, um, yeah, you're more than welcome to use my mantra that my message is bigger <laughs> than I am. <laughs> I love that. I will definitely use that. My message is bigger than I am. And I, uh, I'm right there with you. You get me on this podcast and you might think I'm a social butterfly, but if we were in a party, me and you would probably be standing in the corner together. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> uh, very cool, Holly Ann. You've been amazing. And thank you so much for coming on the show and, and sharing this knowledge. I, I feel like you have uh, said a lot of things that people really need to hear out there. And I hope that you continue to promote this message that you have because um, you're going to affect and help a lot of families and a lot of children. And uh, what, what a blessing to have you out in this world um, just promoting that message. So if people would like to find out more about you, your business, and what you have going on, where can they do that? Twitter's protecting kids, but all my other socials are safe, the number four kids. And so my website is safeforkids.com.au. So if people were interested in, you know, looking at my parent course or any of my other resources, my children's books, um, that's where you'll find me. Perfect. Well, we'll make sure that we put all of those in the show notes along with all the resources that we mentioned throughout this episode. Holly Ann, thank you so much for coming on the show today. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day and just continue to spread that message out there. Oh, Jeremy, thank you so much for having me. Thank you so much for joining us today, Holly Ann. You can find out more about her and her business by visiting safe4kids.com.au. Or you can get the show notes of this episode along with links and resources by visiting onlinecourseigniter.com forward slash 83. Take care, everyone, and see you next week for another episode. Thank you for tuning in to the Online Course Igniter podcast. Make sure you subscribe wherever you're listening so that you don't miss an episode. If you would like to learn more marketing strategies and how to sell your online course, then also check out our free community where we share tips, tricks, and tutorials at onlinecourseigniter.com forward slash community.